This is Messenger Insight, a podcast program brought to you by Oklahoma Baptists and the Baptist Messenger. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to this special Messenger Insight podcast. I'm Brian Hobbs, your host. Pleased to be joined with two friends, two great uh, sharers of the gospel, Emmett McKenzie and his wife, Belen. Welcome, y'all. Thank you. It's good to be here. So, Emmett, last year you came on and shared your podcast uh, in a podcast episode about just how God dramatically changed your life. It's come together in a new book that we're going to be talking about. And then you kept talking about this wonderful lady that God's brought into your life, and here she is now. Well, uh, so glad you joined us in today's episode, too, Belen. Thank you, and we're looking so, forward to it. Yeah. So, Emmett, you preached and shared at the Advanced Conference. That yes. was awesome. Uh, yes. What was that experience like, and what were you most hoping to communicate at, at that event? Uh, <clears throat> the the most important thing that I, that I come across was, um, you know, just the— point of me going to these uh, evangelism conferences and um, just being convicted that I needed to share the gospel, that I needed to share the gospel. You know, my giving was good, um, um, you know, my tithing, um, you know, and, and, and worship attendance and, and, you know, I was checking off all those things. But when it came to evangelism, I failed in that area. And that was the conviction that I had. And then I'd look up at the preachers, you know, and I'm like, there's no way I would be up there, you know. And then there I was, you know, preaching evangelism to to the to the to the people so yeah, i mean it was, it was, it was amazing. strong you also shared your testimony yes god god brought you through some hard experiences to the other side of it and there was this moment where it just kind of came back to you like a flood as you were preaching and you shared i mean he brought you through drugs a life exposure with gangs yes. i mean uh and you talk about it so much in your book, this theme of it's not supposed to be like this. Yes. What, how, how have people been responding to that? <clears throat> they, they, they have, um, it's the realization whenever they, they come to, uh, the point of their lives and they start thinking about all the tragedies and all the disappointments in life. Um, and I explained to them the gospel story. I, I explained to them the creation of Christ story. And then it's something in their mind, something in, in their heart just kind of, you know, it, it, they have an epiphany like, whoa, whoa. You know, God didn't intend for us to live like this. And then, you know, and I take them back to the creation story that the reason why we're in the situation we're in, we live in this world is because sin entered into the world because and the fall of man. So there's a separation between us and God. So whenever they they look at me and they start the wheels start turning, you can see them and they're like, "Wow, okay, okay." And then, I mean, we can we can read the the the, the surface level of Genesis Genesis one. I mean, you can read it just 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 for the surface level. But if the more you think about it, that's why you know we, we ponder and that's why we're theologians and we ponder on that. I was like, "Wow, you know, God loves us this much that He didn't intend for this to happen to us, but He sent His only Son to die on a cross so that we can be reconciled to Him." Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's a sacrificial love. Um, <clears throat> and whenever people begin to understand that, um, because whenever I wasn't saved and I was out in the world, I was running from God. I was doing what I wanted to do, um, you know, and I, I, I was blaming everybody and everything. Um, but in reality, it was it, it's sin. It's sin. It's, it's the, 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 the sin of man has, has brought us to this point in life. 
um, in today's world. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's an amazing thing whenever they start reading this book. Um, I've, I've heard many stories. Um, many, many people come to me and tell me about their loved ones. Um, they are, they're, they're, they're becoming a better person. Um, they read it, and, and even children, the parents are coming to me saying, they are grateful for what they have. They they have both parents, um, and and how, how I mean, how, how did he live his life like that without Jesus? <clears throat> and uh, and it was difficult. I mean, it's, it's the most difficult thing anybody will ever do is living life apart from Jesus Christ, living in this world today. Yeah, and uh, you know, you you experienced the brokenness, but all along the way, you shared how people planted those gospel seeds yes. and watered, and then. One night, the Lord brought it all to harvest, and he is, he, you've never been the same no. ever since. Uh, everywhere I see you go, you're sharing the gospel with people. And then the Lord's brought you all together. In our last podcast, he talked about some of that story. I thought we could hear Belen's version of how <laughs> God brought you two together. Okay, great. Um, actually, I met Emmett at my church. And he came, um, and the second Sunday he approached me, and we talked a little bit. But we actually didn't like each other at first. <laughs> we were both so content with our relationship with Christ and content in Christ and wasn't looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. But after I heard Emmett's testimony and how God changed his life and how much he loves God and souls and people, then uh, we began to talk, and uh, the Lord just really brought us together. That's wonderful. And now you all are doing life and ministry together. Uh, You've uh, been at events together. I understand you're quite the singer and praise the Lord through your worship and music. I love singing, love singing for the Lord's honor and glory. And uh, you get up and share testimony, Mm -hmm. preach the word. What's that been like for y'all to experience that together? It's it's an it's an amazing thing that God um, has joined us together. Because I mean, with her ability and her gift and singing and and um, you know and, and with the testimony that God's given me, um, the ability to preach and of course we're seminary students, um, you know, yeah. and and she's getting her biblical counseling um, um, degree, um, masters of divinity, um, and then me being an evangelist, you know, and it's, it's, it's amazing that, you know, God put us together and I know that God put us together. Um, we just finished, um, I'm talking to the association office and we're, we're going to Ecuador. Um, and then we're going to Africa together. Wonderful. So, wow. That's awesome. And how's it, how's it been? How's the Lord blessed you through just this ministry team and your marriage? Well, it's yeah. definitely good. Just Emmett's definitely encouraged me a lot in evangelism because sometimes when I'm evangelizing, I get stumped. So then I give the conversation over to him. But then just uh, ministering church to church, you know, um, just with book sales and just him preaching, I get to sing. And then I also get to pray with the ladies, take prayer requests, and then pray for those people that um, need to hear about the hope of Jesus in that book. Yes, absolutely. And, and I've, I've been around Emmett when he's going around sharing. And the word that comes to my mind is boldness. And, and you think about how Jesus, he would see brokenness and go toward it and meet that person at their need yes. and just start sharing uh, with them uh, God's love. And uh, Emmett, I mean, that, that those bold conversations, uh, what, what are some things that would be helpful to someone listening to this? <clears throat> you know, if they're thinking, I'm just not good at that, I'm not practiced, what, what would you say to that person? I, I, I would say to that person that we have to understand that we were once lost and we were once separated. Uh, many people say, well, you have boldness because you have a powerful testimony. They know you were once lost in sin, too. You were once lost and undone. You do have a testimony. You, you tell them about how 
um, awful and simple you were before you came to Christ and how awful and simple we still are, but that we would receive forgiveness from Christ. Um, and, and I mean, so, so with, but the boldness is I, I have experienced that brokenness and, and I, I can feel, I feel the compassion for them because I, I was once there. I was once that person roaming the streets. I was once that person. And, uh, the, the love, you know, the, just the love of Christ, you know, compels me to share the gospel. Um, you know, and each time, each time I do fail, you know, and I'm like, I'm driving down the street and Lord says, you need to stop and talk to that person. I'm like, well, I, I'm in traffic and man, I, I got to <laughs> turn all the way up and then I'll, I'll go another street light and I'll turn around. <laughs> I'll turn around and I'll go back. I mean, and sometimes, you know, the Lord just, I mean, there'll be a group of people, man. I'll just pull over and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm about to go share the gospel with them. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. She's like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. How was how it? You'd mentioned this a little. I mean, it's encouraged you. It's emboldened you. I mean, just to get to be part of this and yeah, definitely. evangelize with um, him. It's just been so encouraging, just his his boldness and his love for souls and people, just like the Lord and just like Jesus. And um, like me, I, I don't have that boldness, but every single day I have to pray for the Holy Spirit to just fill me with his boldness, fill me with, with the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding that I need. Because when you're witnessing to people— um, it's not going to be the same every time. And you have to have the Holy Spirit inside of you to give you that discernment and that, and that wisdom with how to how to approach them, how to start the conversation, and um, just really to give them the hope of Jesus Christ. That's right. Can, can you think of an instance recently where you were out sharing or had an opportunity to share a, maybe a story from, from your evangelizing that you could relay? <laughs> I knew you was gonna call us, call yeah. call yeah. on us, and you know, and I was thinking and recollecting, um, you know, just even just past Easter, okay, um, yeah, we, we were in Memphis, and um, you know, just anywhere I go, I mean, we stop at gas stations, and I'll hand them a track, you know, uh, this is a gospel tracks, and I'm like, hey, read the inside of this, and and then uh, like, um, what was it, uh, Sunday? It was, it was, it was, it was the other day. Okay. Um, it was yesterday, actually. Yesterday morning, I was trying to wipe the bugs off, you know, with the with the squeegee at, at a Love's gas station in Tahlequah, Oklahoma. And um, it was about eight thirty in the morning. This young lady, she was over there wiping off the pumps and you know cleaning everything off. And I walked over there and I said, I said, um, I said, hey, will you read this for me today? I didn't even get gas. I felt bad because I was just using the the, the, the pumps, you know, um, uh, or, or the squeegee. And, uh, and and I, and I showed her the track. I said, will you read this for me today? And she goes, yeah, sure. And she looked at. It, she goes, what is this? I said, well, it's my, the fifteenth chapter of of my book. Um, and and I, I want you to really read the inside of it. I said, I said, uh, I said, so. Like, let me ask you a question. She goes, yes. And I said, if you died today, where would you spend eternity? And she goes, well, I, I hope heaven. I said, mm -hmm. well, you can have that blessed hope. And you can know for a fact. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. And as I start quoting scripture, she was shaking her head, yes. And I said, have you ever attended church? She says, yes. She goes, I I'm saved. And I was like, amen, amen. And I was like, well, where are you from? And, and Kellequah a, a college town. And, um, yeah. you know, she said, I'm a college student. I just moved here. And I said, well, find you a good church to get into. And I actually signed a book for her. So whenever I see people, um, I, I just I present the gospel to them. I mean, that's I mean, I'll, I'll spark up a conversation, um, just anything. And then I'll bring them to a point to where, you know, I mean, many people, they're just shocked. You know, they're like, I mean, they're just dumbfounded. Like, what? <laughs> you yeah. know, the, if you died today, where would you spend eternity? And they're just like, what? You yeah. know? 
Um, and then you just just it, it just takes maybe them. They maybe never stopped and thought about it that yeah. that clearly. Yep. Yesterday, I was on my way back through Little Kansas uh, mm-hmm. in Oklahoma, and I seen the library, and I was trying to get my books in, in the libraries wherever I can get them or possibly get them into. And I gave the book to the librarian, and she said, "Yeah, we'll get it in. We'll we'll, we'll put it in our system." And I was walking out, and this young this young kid was riding on his bike, and he had a little uh, paper uh, paperboy bags, but he, and he had books tucked inside there. Yeah. He parked his bike behind the, behind the, the library, and I watched him. And here he come walking, get ready to check the books back in. I jumped out the truck. Then I guess, I, I don't know, but she said I scare people. <laughs> and I said, hey, I said, do you read books? He said, some. And he's like 10 years old. Yeah. And then he's like, some. And I just wanted to laugh because, I mean, he's like humble, you know, like he has his books. He, he, yeah. he read like three or four books already. And uh, then I said, hey, I was like, but I want you to read this book. Like, if I give this to you, will you read it? He goes, yeah, I'll, I'll read it. And, um, you know, just situations like that that God allows me to um, have, and I call them divine appointments. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, you know, you have to, I mean, you, you, you got to understand that everybody that God places in your path is for a reason. You know, um, you know, and I think about the, 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 when I'm on the highway and I'm driving past and I think about how many people are passing me. Just how many lost souls are in those cars. Um, when I'm on the airplane, you know, and I look down at the city, I just, wonder how many lost souls are down in that city mm-hmm. yeah you know and i mean and, and we we have to begin to to, to uh, our hearts have to break for those people yeah you know if, if our hearts are not broken for them we're never going to go share the gospel yeah um you know and i just um it, it really it really breaks my heart um just because i, I was once there we were yeah. all once there yeah you know and, and if we're not faithful to share i mean there's i mean there's people that are on their way to hell yeah so something uh, Walker Moore, the myth- missionary and author, said is sometimes before God gives you a blessing, he gives you a burden. And I see your burden for the lost. You just feel the burden of it, and it propels you or compels you yeah. to action. And, and that's what we're really talking about today. But but I do have to ask, has he ever had a door shut in his face or someone turned him down cold? Or I mean, have you, I, I just feel like everywhere I go, he's winning people to the Lord by God's grace. But no, I, I mean, there has to be moments where mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. people turn a cold shoulder and De- learning what that means to face that kind of rejection. Yeah, we share the gospel every single day, wherever wherever we're at, whether it's the homeless person on the street, whether okay. it's the drive through whether it's at IHOP, whether it's at church, or even um, just organized fashion of sh- evangelizing. And everywhere we go, we get different answers. Um, some Sometimes, you know, we get to lead them to Christ, but most of the time we don't, and mm-hmm. the Lord just plants seeds in their life. That's right. We were at IHOP uh, about a couple months ago, and um, Emmett asked our waitress he said hey can i pray for you and she's like oh no like i'm okay and she just like walked off (laughs) but then there's other instances where um we actually get to share the gospel and people get saved and i think one of the big ones that we recently had was going to a church and him sharing his testimony and everything like that and um the youth group ended up just I think five came forward to get saved and I got it was about 15 that came forward to get saved and I got to just lead five of them to Christ right there and I said hey you know why did you come forward why did you come forward why did you come forward and they said oh I need to be saved I know that if I were to die I'd go to hell and say okay so I just shared the gospel and the plan of salvation with them and they all prayed to get saved but many times God just uses us witnessing and sharing our faith um Regardless of the answers we get, whether they say yes, no, I'm not ready, you have to leave them with the hope that yeah. Jesus loves them and that he wants to save them. Yes. Yep. 
That's right. And God brings the result. We can count on him to take care of that, whether it happened that day or just watering or planting seed. Well, this has been good, y'all. So Emmett, as as we wrap up here in a minute, tell us how churches could get a book or get in touch with y'all. What's what's the best way Um, on all of that? Um Probably through our website is emmettmckenzie.org. Yes. Um, and and that's that's uh, the website. People can uh, get a copy. There, there's some bulk ordering yes, options. Um, yeah, there's bulk ordering options. Um, normally just 375 per 50 books. Um, and, and I mean, and that's at half price. Um, Great. And, and, and the, the, you know, the, the, the money goes right back in the ministry. I just deposited $4,000 to the associational office to publish the next book. So it, the next book is going to talk about sanctification. So this book only tells my salvation story and then it abruptly stops. Yeah. But I want I want them to know and understand that um, you're going to struggle after you get saved. You're going to mm-hmm. you're going to fall, but you need to keep going to church and allow the word of God to mold you and shape you uh, and allow the Holy Spirit to move. Um, so that's kind of the 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 point of the next book and and you know i mean every proceed every dollar has went right back i've even tithed every dollar from this book because i want god to bless it um you know that's awesome and it's been it's been put in uh, correctional facilities and being distributed widely yes so we actually uh donated a hundred books to the oklahoma county jail here wonderful Um, and and the the jail chaplain he read it there at, at the at the events conference he read the whole thing while sitting there and uh, he came to me and he said, Emmett, you got a target on your back. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, that's a good book. He goes, I wish we can try to get these in the, in, into the jail. And then, and then I said, well, can you get them in there? And I had a box of 100 books sent, sitting right there. I said, could you, get those, could you get that box in there? And he said, yeah. I kicked it out. I said, here. Wow, and he prayed over him, and uh, man, wonderful. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm praying that this. I mean, at least plant seeds, to, because in the moment of their despair, in the moment of their, their their lostness, they have to understand that it's their choices. It's their choices that have brought them to the point where they're at, and they're running from God. But they they they're looking for love. They're looking for acceptance. They're looking for all these things. But in reality, it's Christ that's going to fill them. The relationships, the drugs, the alcohol, the, the, the fame, the gangs, and none of that's going to fill anybody. Um, what, what, whatever it is they're trying to fill their, their, their life with, with joy, it's not going to happen. And, and they need to understand that, um, that Christ is the answer. Christ is the answer to, 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 to the, I mean, basically to the world's problems. You know, um, it's, it's, Amen. It's, 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 it's an amazing thing that, you know, people would read this book. So my mission is to try to get these in the books, uh, try to get these books into, into the jails and prison systems. Um, and, uh, man, I, I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, um, it's, yeah. I, I opened, I opened my, 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 my entire life and it was hard writing this book and it deals with the many problems that the world is dealing with today more so now than ever with the youth with the parents um just with the world the way it is today it's 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 just gone crazy but through it all jesus is always there for them he's always seeking and searching to save the lost and i mean if we can plant seeds and they can come to realization that man there is a better life in christ amen well god's sure blessing you sharing your story uh, one time we did a podcast with a lady whose life it actually ended up being a movie, and she said, you, you can't imagine what it feels like to have your worst mistakes up there on a screen, but people are going to get hope out of this and what God did in my life, and they're going to get hope out of what he did in yours, Emmett. Mm-hmm. So 
blessings on your family and marriage and, and gospel ministry. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Everyone, we'll put the uh, link to that book in the show notes. And thank you again for uh, watching the Baptist Semester podcast. Again, Balin, Emmett, blessings to you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. This Messenger Insight has been brought to you by the Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptists. Visit us at baptistmessenger.com or your preferred podcast platform. Oklahoma Baptists, advancing the gospel together.